Hello, this is Anviti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 7th of September. The CBI conducted raids at West Bengal Law Minister Muloy Ghatak's residence in Asansol today, in connection with an alleged coal scam. Three houses of Ghatak in Asansol and one in Lake Gardens area of Kolkata were raided. The team included members of the CBI, along with central paramilitary personnel. Seven other locations were also reportedly raided this morning. The case pertains to alleged pilferage of coal from eastern coal fields mines in West Bengal's Kunustoria and Kajoria regions. In November 2020, the CBI had registered an FIR in the case. Following this, the Enforcement Directorate had lodged a case under Prevention of Money Laundering Act. A week ago, State Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee's nephew and Trinamool Congress National General Secretary Abhishek Banerjee was also summoned for questioning by the ED in connection with this case. Ghatak was not present in any of his residences when the raids took place. Members of his family and others present on the property were made to sit in one room, while mobile phones and other materials were taken away by the officials, news agencies reported. Congress MP Rahul Gandhi launched the party's Bharat Joro Yatra from Kanyakumari today. Rahul, along with around 100 yatris, planned to finish their 3,570-kilometre Padyatra in Srinagar by the beginning of February next year. The Padyatra will officially begin tomorrow morning. Before launching the programme today, Rahul attended a prayer gathering in the memorial of his father and former Prime Minister Rajiv Gandhi in Sri Perambudur, Tamil Nadu. Taking to Twitter, he said that he had lost his father to the politics of hate and division. He added that he will not lose his beloved country to it too. According to the party, there has been immense social polarisation and political centralisation under the BJP rule. This yatra, according to Rahul, is akin to a tapasya to unite the country. Meanwhile, Rajasthan Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot, who is also in Kanyakumari to launch the yatra with Rahul, addressed the media earlier today. He said it would be easier to deal with the challenges facing India if Rahul is Congress chief. Lauding the slogan of Bharat Jodo, Gehloth claimed that this is an important event as an atmosphere has been created in the country where there is hate, tension and violence for the first time since independence. Targeting Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Gehloth said there is so much polarisation Hate has been created in the name of caste and religion. If this is not controlled, it can go towards civil war. Adding that the Prime Minister has not appealed to the citizens to adopt brotherhood and harmony or even tried to dissipate the atmosphere of fear. Meanwhile, Assam Chief Minister stated that Congress should work towards quote-unquote Akhand Bharat. He said, and I quote, In 1947, Congress had divided India into Pakistan and then later Bangladesh. If Rahul Gandhi has regret over partition, then there's no use of Bharat Jodo. Try to integrate Pakistan and Bangladesh. India is already intact. From Kashmir to Kanyakumari, from Silchar to Saurashtra, India is integrated. Unquote. Karnataka Minister Umesh Katti died due to a cardiac arrest at a private hospital in Bengaluru on Tuesday night. The 61-year-old Bharatiya Janata Party leader was Minister for Food, Civil Supplies and Consumer Affairs and Forest in the state. Chief Minister Basavraj Bommai condoled the minister's death, 
saying that Katti was like his brother and that his death is a huge loss for the state. The minister reportedly felt chest pain at his daughter's colony home and collapsed. He was then rushed to Ramaya Hospital. It has been speculated that Katti had a cardiac arrest at his residence and could not be revived at the hospital. His funeral will be performed with state honours and a day of mourning has been announced in the state. Bomai has said that his body will be shifted by air ambulance. All procedures will be done after a public viewing till 2pm at Sankeshwara. The last rites will be performed at Bagwadi Belagavi. A holiday has been announced in schools and colleges today in Belagavi. Listeners, in 2020, journalist Siddiq Kapan was arrested while he was on his way to Hathras to report on the gang rape of a Dalit girl. Kapan was charged under UAPA and with sedition and has been in jail ever since. After a Sessions Court and the High Court rejected his bail plea, he moved the Supreme Court. But the UP government believes Kapan is a part of a larger conspiracy to, quote, foment religious discord and spread terror in the country, unquote. And a, quote, unquote, mastermind at evading the police and well aware of how to make use of legal loopholes to frustrate the criminal process. So what are the reasons for the government and officials to believe all these claims against Kapan? Read my colleague Nidhi Suresh's report titled A Pamphlet on Protest Precautions and a PFI Nexus Why UP is Opposing Siddiq Kapan's Bail To know how it relied on WhatsApp chats and that Kapan is a mastermind at evading the police. If you like the report and want more ground reports, exclusive podcasts and a lot more, consider subscribing to News Laundry. News Laundry is a completely ad-free platform which means we don't take ads from government or corporations. Our news is completely independent from the pressures and censorship related to advertiser money. So if you want to be a part of our ad-free model and support independent journalism, go to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button at the top right corner. Subscription plans begin from as low as Rs 300 a month. Pay to keep news free. The Supreme Court today adjourned the hearing for former Maharashtra Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre's plea to restrain the Election Commission of India from deciding on the claim raised by the Ekna Chinde group for recognition as the official Shiv Sena party. The hearing has been deferred to September 27th. The matter arose when Ekna Chinde, with 39 rebel MLAs, broke away from the former Shiv Sena NCP alliance. Following this, Uddhav resigned as the Chief Minister of Maharashtra. Shinde's faction created an alliance with the BJP and formed a new government shortly after. Since then, there has been an ongoing verbal and legal battle over who the real Shiv Sena is. Shinde's faction has claimed that Uddhav betrayed the Hindutva ideology by forming an alliance with NCP and that they were the real successors of the right-wing Hindu legacy of Bala Sahib Thakre. A bench of justices D.Y. Chandrachur, M.R. Shah, Krishna Murari, Hima Kohli and P.S. Narsimha heard the matter. It was a combined hearing for a batch of petitions filed by members of both the groups challenging the various actions of the Speaker and Deputy Speaker and the Governor in relation to the political developments in Maharashtra. 
On July 22nd, the Election Commission had directed Thakre and Shinde to submit documents to prove that their faction has the support of the majority of the party members. In the same week, Thakre's faction challenged the direction in Supreme Court, citing that the Election Commission cannot decide on the legitimate leader of the party until a pending petition on the disqualification of 16 Maharashtra MLAs is decided. Today, senior advocate Neeraj Kishan Kaul, appearing for the Shinde Group, told the Supreme Court that the Election Commission of India cannot be stopped from taking an action. Meanwhile, Kapil Sibbal, appearing for the Thakre faction, pointed out to the proceedings of August 3rd, where the bench had orally asked the ECI to not take any precipitative action. Sibyl also referred to the order dated August 3rd, which granted liberty to the Uddhav group to seek time, and asked ECI to consider the adjournment request having regard to the pendency of the case in Supreme Court. The bench told the advocates to quote-unquote hold their energies till September 27th, when they will actually listen to their arguments. Russian President Vladimir Putin claimed today that it was impossible to isolate Russia despite multiple sanctions from the West over its military operation in Ukraine. He made the comment to the Eastern Economic Forum in Russia's Pacific port city of Vladivostok. He said that the quote-unquote sanctions fever in the West were undisguised aggressive attempts to impose behaviour patterns on other countries, deprive them of their sovereignty and subordinate them to their will. Washington and Brussels have pummeled Moscow with a barrage of economic and personal sanctions after Putin sent troops into Ukraine on February 24th. Facing growing isolation and deteriorating ties in the West, Moscow is seeking to pivot the country towards the Middle East, Asia and Africa, an AFP report noted. Speaking at the forum, Putin hailed the growing role of the Asia-Pacific region in global affairs. He added that partnerships in the region will create colossal new opportunities for Russian people. Meanwhile, in an attempt to find allies elsewhere, Putin will meet Xi Jinping next week during a regional summit in Uzbekistan, a Russian diplomat said today. They will meet at the Shanghai Cooperation Organization Summit in Samarkand. Authorities in Brazil have ordered, quote, the immediate suspension of the distribution of iPhone brand smartphones, regardless of model or generation, that are not accompanied by a battery charger, unquote. The Apple brand has been gradually gaining ill repute as they have started to sell phone accessories separate from the phone. The iPhone box used to contain the mobile phone, a charger, adapter and earphones. However, year after year, Apple has been removing accessories from the phone box. And now, the iPhone boxes contain only the phone and a cable without an adapter. The measure from the Department of Consumer Protection and Defense effectively prohibits the sale of all iPhone 12 and 13 models. Apple has been under investigation in Brazil since December for quote-unquote the sale of an incomplete product, discrimination against the consumer and transfer of responsibility to third parties, unquote, by offering iPhone 12s and newer versions without charger for power outlets, according to an official statement. Apple has been fined more than $2 million over the issue. Meanwhile, Apple has alleged that the decision to exclude chargers from iPhone sales comes from a quote-unquote environmental commitment. However, the official notice refuted this excuse. 
it claimed there is no justification for an operation which in aiming to reduce carbon emissions leads to the introduction into the consumer market of a product whose use depends on the acquisition of another product which is also marketed by the same company that's all the news we have for you today have a great day or a good night depending on wherever you're listening from see you tomorrow all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel 